the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. A woman charged in the fatal crash that killed an eight-year-old girl who was out for a walk with her brownie troop is facing new lawsuits. So today I'm talking with London Free Press reporter Jennifer Beeman about the lawsuit she already faced and what these new ones are all about. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks for having me. We love having you around here. Um, can you detail for us the crash that happened? If you if you don't recall, this one was in November 2021 uh, on Riverside, just west of Wonderland. Can you just detail what happened in this crash? It was in November 30th, and it was you know in 2021, and it was you know kind of pandemic winter and you know difficult time coming through a couple of years of that. And this was a really mm-hmm. particularly upsetting crash. Uh, injured ten people, including one child, fatally, an eight year old Alexandra. Uh, and, and injured a lot of uh, children as well, a teen and an, an adult, some of them quite seriously. A lot of them uh, did spend time in hospital. Uh, basically, what police had said at the time it happened was a vehicle had gone through the intersection at Wonderland Road on Riverside Drive. Um, and then, you know, kind of kind of hit a, a, a barrier and then hit a light standard. And the pole fell over and uh, a Brownies troop was walking down the sidewalk at the time. Uh, they met at a, a nearby church weekly. So that was kind of the anatomy of the crash at the time. There were criminal charges laid. Um, but I just remember it being a really difficult time for like Londoners. And there was a big outpouring of community support for the Brownies and the Girl Guides troop. I guess they're called Embers now. Uh, but, you yeah. know, lighting blue, lighting blue candles, um, hanging up, you know, like Girl Guides outfits at homes and things. Like Londoners really felt this crash quite deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, what was uh, the woman who's charged is Petronella McNorgan. McNorgan. Uh, she was she's 77 now, I believe. But what was she initially charged with? I think it was dangerous operation of a motor vehicle. Um, but there were other charges as well that were laid. Right. Uh, her her criminal trial is you know coming up um, in a couple months in March, and there's a pretrial hearing at the end of the month. Um, so they're they're sort of moving towards that trial uh, on the charges you faced in connection to the crash. Right. Um, Two new lawsuits have just recently been filed against her. um, In addition to a a, a lawsuit by six of the families back in August, 2022. Can you talk about what these two new lawsuits are about? Why why are there two of them? Why didn't the families band together in this one? Yeah. So, I mean, in, when someone, when there's a wrong that's happened, you know, there's sort of a criminal law path that, you know, charges that the crown lays and are pursued in criminal court. And then there's also this other side, which is sort of civil lawsuits and things that are meant to kind of maybe compensate or, um, or that sort of, of work. So that's sort of what these are. Um, there were six that were filed. They were all represented by learners, lawyers in August of 2022. And then these ones came in after. So we don't really know why exactly the, the reason was there, but uh, it's possible these families didn't want to participate in that sort of group or or these ones were just filed. They didn't know if they wanted to do anything and then decided to. So that's what these are. There was one filed in December and one filed just a couple of days ago in January in London court. So both are um, children who were alleged to have been injured in the crash and they're seeking about $5.9 million combined in damages against um, the drive, you know, okay. Petronella. Do we know how the the little girls named in or who are are part of this lawsuit are doing now? They're Autumn Hatton Gautier and Kara Grace Louise Ton. How are they doing now? Do you know what kinds of injuries or disabilities they claim to have? You know, in the statement of claim, it alleges a lot about kind of what happened, how they were injured, and uh, 
and sort of what the injuries were. So these are allegations that aren't tested in court. These are just what they're saying and putting forth to say, hey, this is our case. Um, but, you know, from the, the statements of claim, we can kind of tell that a lot of them had like persistent anxiety or chronic pain or other things that have kind of alleged to have come from this crash. So these are not just sort of the, the allegations they're making is that these injuries were not, you know, kind of one-time things that healed up in a couple of weeks. They're things that have had a lasting impact on these children's lives, which is what they're alleging. And, um, you know, they're, they're hoping to you know prove that in court. And that's sort of what's the basis of, of these lawsuits. Sure. I find it interesting and, and may, maybe you can, you know, provide some insight on how common this is that the children are the ones uh, there's a few lawsuits here but the children have actually filed a lawsuit each against this woman and then their families have also filed their own lawsuits against this woman how common is it that a child could file or does file a lawsuit so it is two lawsuits and and the children are the the plaintiffs in each so they're you know they're their children they can't just sue by themselves they're you know probably about 9 years old by now uh, sure. so they have what's called a litigation guardian that comes in and says you know hi I'll be your litigation guardian and a lot of times it's a parent if the parent isn't in conflict and so that's what we've got here we've got a child and a litigation guardian in both cases mm-hmm. uh, in one of the lawsuits we do have um, family members that are actually claiming under the family law act for damages so they're alleging that they themselves as family of the allegedly injured child uh, have had you know certain out-of-pocket expenses and other sorts of things that have come up and so they're they've got kind of it's a smaller amount but they're also claiming for that in one of the lawsuits too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Talk about the lawsuits that were filed back in August. Uh, six families are suing the driver. That's for a combined $15 million. Um, what kinds of things are they suing for? You know, it does seem to be a lot of the similar kinds of things. Uh, you're testing my memory here. I do think it was sort of... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it, it, it was... It was. Um, I think a few of them were, were negligence or alleged negligence sure. claims on the part of the, the driver. But also it, it was mostly, you know, kind of personal injury stuff. So uh, basically just that... Mm-hmm. You know these these children were allegedly injured in this this act, and you know they they've sustained not just damage from the injuries, but longer term things is what the the statements yeah. of claim there are alleged. Uh, these things do move slowly though, so I don't think we've really seen much um, result there. And it's possible that you know with, with civil claims that they'll wait to see what happens at the criminal trial um, before really kind of pursuing this in earnest. And whether that's towards a, a trial for these these lawsuits. Mm-hmm. all eight of them, or whether it's towards some sort of settlement. Uh, we don't know, but we'll have to, to stay tuned. Okay. It was also interesting to me that in, in those uh, in the lawsuit filed last August, um, it alleges that um, Petronella's husband, Gerald, the co-owner of the vehicle, was uh, negligent for allowing his wife to drive because he should have known that she was an incompetent driver. Um, it's interesting that he would be, be named in that and be maybe responsible for her driving habits. Is that is that uncommon or do you know, do you have any insight on that? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but certainly mm-hmm. he's named in these lawsuits because he's listed as the alleged owner of the vehicle. So mm-hmm. um, Pet- Petronella McNorgan is alleged to have been the driver and Gerald McNorgan is alleged to have been the owner of the vehicle. Sure. Uh, and their insurer is also named in these lawsuits, uh, at least one of them. Uh, so that's kind of the why there. Okay. Okay. Um, what do, what does the defense lawyer say? Who is the McNorgan's defense lawyer and what, what is, what have they said? So McNorgan's defense lawyer in the criminal matter is Phil Millard, the London lawyer here. I spoke to him briefly on the weekend and they're gearing up obviously for the criminal trial coming up this spring. 
Uh, and he said, you know, they, they deny wrongdoing. He um, is expecting to put forth a defense, obviously, to the criminal charges and um, just sort of denied wrongdoing in the crash. And, um, you know, certainly we'll see uh, with these lawsuits, you know, when a statement of defense is delivered, which is sort of a requirement in civil procedure for these things, uh, there's a time limit for sort of those. Uh, we'll see what sort of issues they raise and sort of defenses they give. So so what are the next steps? I guess we'll start the criminal trial in the spring. And then have, has anyone heard these lawsuits so far? They'll have to go to some kind of court. What what happens with the lawsuits? Will, will we wait until after the criminal trial, as you suggested? So for the two new ones, statements of defense will be filed. That's just okay. what happens with these things. There's a time limit on those. So the, you know, uh, McNorgan's lawyers will say, you know, hey, we disagree. Uh, here's, you know, what we disagree with. And here's what we contend. Um, again, all allegations at this point. Uh, these things do move quite slowly, though. So, you know, it's we'll get sort of those and then maybe the criminal trial kind of happens. And then they're sort of there, these things can last years. Civil litigation can. There's cases that sort of, you know, kind of putter along. And, um, so don't expect any sort of resolution super quickly is what I would say, just given past experience watching these things work their way through the courts. Absolutely. Well, um, we're certainly going to be watching your reporting on this because uh, we know that you or, or someone at the Free Press will be reporting on the criminal trial when it comes up in the spring. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me.